This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do, you yeah. know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it, um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah, so click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net, you create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to do a little little Swing Nation recap. We are. So we know that not everybody has listened to, this is our 71st episode, 71, right? yep. Yeah. So we know that not everybody is like, that's a lot for somebody <laughs> to find us and go back and listen to 71 episodes to kind of know our whole story. And I think sometimes we forget that, that people just know all the things about us. So for like an end of the year, kind of like to tie up 2022 I thought it would be a good idea to just do a podcast on like who the heck are these people? Right. So this is episode one re rehashed. Yes. So if you if you're just coming in and you're just founding us, this is kind of an hour long version of who we are and why we're here and how we stumbled upon this crazy. Yeah, and I think uh, world. I think that's a good idea because I think it's changed since episode one. It has. It's been quite the journey. I mean, it's only been like a year and a half, but dang, I feel like it's been a lot of a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> it's been a lot of changes. Yeah. I don't think uh, when we recorded episode one, I don't think we ever thought. I don't think we envisioned this. No, I didn't even. I didn't even know if anybody would ever listen to a podcast. Right at that us. time, you were like, "Dan's crazy," like, but I'm well, just gonna go with it. That's kind of our personalities. <laughs> <laughs> you come up with these wild and crazy ideas, and I think I tell you you're crazy, but I kind of go along with it, kicking and screaming sometimes, and usually ends up successful. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. I'm, 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 yeah. My batting average is pretty decent. I think, it is. Yeah. You are, you. Yeah. I'm trying to remind myself of that as I'm kicking and screaming. I'll do it for you if you forget. <laughs> oh, he will. Trust me. All right. So, question one Who, who are you? My name is Lacey. I am a swinger. I'm your wife. Um, I'm a mom. How old are you? I'm 38. Where are you from-ish? Southeast U.S. We don't um, say our exact locations because 
there's crazy people out there. So a few hours from Nashville. That's just yeah, what I say. Yeah, I feel comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, thirty eight. Um, I started swinging. I would say probably six or seven years ago. So roughly thirty one, thirty two, somewhere in there. Um. So yeah, that's me. Who are you? Who am I? Yeah. My name's Dan. Yeah. I'm also 38 years old. Yeah. A little little info about us. We are one day apart. 36 hours to be exact. So our, my birthday is one day and yours is the very yeah, next she's day. She's the first older woman I've ever Oh, I've ever hush dated. it. You like older women. You Everybody the, you knows. The, you robbed the cradle with this one. Oh, by 36 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm from the north, from yeah. New England is usually what I say when people ask me, but about uh, you can't get much more north um, than where I'm from. Yeah. So we kind of had two different two different upbringings. Yeah. So how did we meet? Yeah. So I have also been in the lifestyle for six seven years, yeah. and that's actually the story of Dan and Lacey is uh, somebody somebody messaged me on a swinger app. I did. So we were both on SLS, which is Swing Lifestyle. If you're not familiar, it. Um, and I saw his profile picture. I couldn't see his face. It was just like his chest, shirtless, and it was. That was probably a few, a few pounds ago. Yeah, we're married now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I messaged you, which I didn't typically message a lot of guys on the app. Really, I was a unicorn, and there was a lot of guys that couples, guys, single guys, couples. I mean, I was popular. What can I say? So I didn't have to message people, but I did see your profile. I did happen to see that we were the same age in the same city, and that's kind of what I went in with. I was like, "Hey, what 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 stood out to you?" So what like why with all the people, all the dudes, all the couples on that profile? And you showed me your profile once. You had like five hundred or a thousand unread messages. Yeah, I had a lot of it. I don't know. To be so honest, why, what was there wasn't anything that you were like. Well, you were not overweight. You were mm-hmm. not hairy. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you were my age, which you know, a lot of the guys were either really young or really old, like that middle, like that mid thirties. Because at the time we were like young thirties. Yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't a whole lot in that age bracket. I don't know. Just something about you just kind of stood out. Right. Um, so I messaged him. I shoot my, sh- I shooted my shot. How do you say that? <laughs> I shit my shot. You, you did not shit your shot. <laughs> yeah. that, sh- now I'm trying to think of it in my head. I and sh- you had I me sh- so messed up from the way you said it. <laughs> I shooted my shot. You took a shot. I took your shot. I took my shot. Yeah. And I messaged you. Mm-hmm. And you responded back. And then we quickly went over to kick. And I can remember very early on that you were appeared to be like very dominant. And you even asked me, I don't know if we've ever talked about this publicly, but you even asked me what like my limits were. And I was like Googling. What limits were? Yeah. And like, <laughs> like paraphrasing it like into a kick to, to try to impress you. <laughs> well, it's funny because I thought you were fake. Like when you messaged me, you know, if anybody's been on SLS or any of these swinger websites before, um, you know, or any, any social media platform. When, yeah. when a cute chick messages you nine out of ten times, it's like spam or a bot okay. or somebody trying to get you to buy. First this of all, before you only couldn't fans. even see my face. <laughs> so how did you – you didn't know if I was cute or not. Literally, all you uh, – it was – my profile picture was me and like a white tank top. Yeah, but it was – I don't know if it was wet or you could kind of see you through it. You could see thin. through it. Yeah. I mean, it was a hot physique. Yeah. So nine out of ten times when a hot – physique messages you it's somebody trying to scam you in some way shape or form is there that many scammy people well, on I don't SLS? Know about, well there are on uh, more so on open social media but yeah there's some on there too as well yeah at least back then so we kind of hit it off immediately yeah would you say and i went to your hotel room night one which is okay ladies if you're a unicorn this worked out for mm. me but like maybe don't do what i did but I I went to your hotel room in my pajamas. Yes, but I was a gentleman, and I said we're not gonna we're not gonna fuck on our first day. Well, and the reason why is we had both fucked other couples that day. That makes it sound less gentlemanly, <laughs> but. So when you invited me over to your hotel room, I was like, I can come. Well, we weren't gonna meet. We were like planning something for later in the week, and then somehow it came up like, like, what are you doing tonight? And I think we were both very honest, and it was like. 
well, I kind of have something going have on plans. today. Yeah. Yeah. We both had plans with other couples, but we were like, we still kind of wanted to see each other. So right. we ended up. Ended up, you came out over to my hotel that night. Yeah. Late. Like it was totally like a booty call hour. <laughs> it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I ended up staying the night with you. You did. Yeah. And you had to get up because you, so a little backstory. He was in my town for working, work. So he had changed his profile location to my city and I had no idea. Like, I just thought you lived there. Right, it all came out in conversation. Yeah, yeah. but come to find out you were there for work. Um, so you actually had to get up and go to work the next morning pretty early. Yeah. And you were like, well, you can stay the night, but don't rob me. <laughs> no, I said you can sleep. I have to get up early and go to work. You can feel free to stay and sleep in. You don't have to get up and leave when I leave. But don't just rob don't, me. Just don't steal my shit. You did say that. Yeah. Don't steal my Mostly shit. Mostly joking, but a little not joking. <laughs> I mean, I, really, the only thing I had is a computer. I mean, I did open your wallet and look at your ID at some point. I know. You didn't. Well, oh, oh I was going to say, after, there's no way you did that after I left because I had that with me. No, I did it, like, I don't know if when you were in the bathroom or something. Like, I wanted <laughs> to see what your real name was. See? And this um, is why I was skeptical of you because apparently you went through my wallet when I wasn't looking. But we honestly just had, like, a really great week. Um, there was never any plans to, like, like, either, like, be in a relationship or anything like that. It was very much... We had a good time, and if you ever came back to the city, um, we would meet up again. Yeah, I, I don't think we had – I mean, we knew we were both lifestyle people that were single, and we knew that basically the lifestyle for us was fun, and th- yeah. that was kind of the way we interpreted, I think, our time together at that point. Correct, and I was very much like, oh, well, he'll probably come into my city a few times a year, and I can meet up and have a week of hot sex, and then he'll – Go about his way. Right. That was the plan. I was just going to use you. (laughs) So that's how we met. Come to find out, like, long story short, we ended up staying in contact even after he left and really formed a friendship. Yeah. Because we were both single in the lifestyle and we were both were trying to navigate, you know, we had been divorced um, and we were like, would we ever get remarried? Not to each other. We were not talking about that, but just... You know, like, what does the future look like for us individually? And because of that, I think we were able to really, like, share, like, deep feelings outside of relationships. It was more friendship level. And truth be told, I really fell for Dan. Um, He took some convincing because we did live eight hours, like, five, six hundred miles apart. Like, he had pretty much written me off for a relationship. Like, this is not going to work. You know, you live too far. Um. And I agreed with him, but I guess maybe I was a hopeless romantic and he wasn't, but I was like, we can make this work. Yeah. Well, so, you know, we both had come out of long-term marriages. I was married for 13 years. You were married for, what, seven years, something like that. Yeah. I truly, at the time, I think we connected, you know, I was a single lifestyle and I was really like, you know, I had been married for 13 years and I just want to have fun. And I think part of me was like, because this marriage had failed, I was almost like I'd given up on that and I wasn't yeah, looking you had for that. Told me I that was very like, I don't, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you told me you never wanted to be married again. Mm-hmm. And I was very honest that I did want to get married. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know if that meant like a swinger marriage, if that was non monogamous, if that was monogamous. I didn't know. And I was like, us talking and getting to know each other. You know, I was kind of trying to figure that out for myself. You know, I was yeah. in I was in therapy at the time and I was like, you know, what what does future look like for me? Because now I've embarked on this amazing lifestyle and honestly, I couldn't imagine my life without it. So I was like trying to figure out how to do it. And at the time you had like an ad an hour drive to and from work. So usually on your way home from work in the afternoons, we would chat for your whole drive. And it became very much like a really fun time in my day. Like I would look forward to you driving home because I would get to spend an hour chit-chatting and we would just talk about everything and anything. Yeah. And I think that's what's unique. You know, if I had to go back and say kind of how did we form this unique relationship, it's because we we both went into it with no expectations. So, you know, normally when you court somebody, you kind of put your best face forward and yeah. maybe you kind of skip over some of the the nitty gritty, you know, some of the details you, you know, that aren't so flattering in your life. Yeah. And, and I think because we had no real expectations of having a long-term relationship together. 
we just kind of laid it all out there and we're brutally honest with each other at times, yeah. especially I think from my side. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it allowed, it allowed us to connect in a way I, I think, you know, you don't normally connect when you're courting somebody. No, I totally agree. And over the months, um, because the next time I saw you was like four or five months later. Like, mm-hmm. so over these months, I really started to fall for you. And typical for our relationship, I was like, so, can I have your phone number? Because we were communicating mm-hmm. via te- via kick. Yeah. So I was like, can I have your phone number? Can I be friends with you on Facebook? Like, I slowly. You slowly clawed your way into my life, <laughs> my life is what you did. And somehow we we met. Um, we, we, we met back up. So it was pretty September. So we're talking about four or five months. And I think that when we finally saw each other again, I think we just kind of knew. I think I told you I love you then. You did. Yeah. You had already already told me. I had already told you that. Um, but it just, something clicked and I think we just kind of knew this was going to be hard, but we were going to have to just figure it out somehow. And so that's what we did. We just. Um, we honestly just rearranged our lives um, to make it work. And two years later, we got married. Yeah. And to be fair, you know, I say you clawed your way into my life. And it, it wasn't because I wasn't interested in you. It was it was more because you are realistic. I had and this I was, practical like yeah. this isn't going to work. I don't want I don't want you know, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt, hurt me. Like realistically, there's no way for this relationship to it doesn't make sense it doesn't make yeah because i wasn't willing to move you couldn't move um so there was a lot of a lot of hurdles in our way and we knew that like we were very realistic okay this are these are all the things that are going to keep us apart but we really worked hard to overcome each obstacle and we did we did it um two years of dating we got engaged in a load within like a month or two of each other and uh, we eloped in Las Vegas. Nobody knew. It was a great time. We were married by Elvis Presley. It was a great time. Yeah. Now here we are, what, five, four, five years later? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're finally moving in together. We are. So if you are new, <laughs> we are literally this month is, uh, we've now been together for like three weeks full time. So um, that now we're in a whole new adjustment. We made it, though, babe. We did it. Yeah, we'll see if we make it. Oh, hush it. <laughs> it's not over yet. Okay, so that's the story of us. Um, what? How the hell did we get into this this media, social media world? Like, how did we go from just like a regular swinger couple to here? Right, and this, you know, I think we're going to tell the true story of this, right? And we've we've always told it, we've told this many times before, but. Um, it wasn't like we had some epiphany someday and we're like, we are going to become lifestyle advocates and we're going to try to change society to make no. um, swinger, swinging more acceptable. You know, we, we didn't come into it with that mindset or goal. It's actually much, much, uh, had, a much cheaper version. If we had tried to do that, we would have never been successful. No. You know? <laughs> uh, so what, what happened was I was away for work. I was uh, overseas. So. Um, for a job, and I was, I was going to be gone for four months. And so at this time, me and Lacey, um, you know, we had been together. We uh, were married. Yeah, we were married. Uh, you know, and so we had been swingers, and, and we knew we were both very sexual people. And sex is a big part of our life. We have sex almost every day. You know, we're swingers. We go to these parties and stuff. Um, and so we we were kind of looking at this, us being apart, and how we were going to navigate that as far as, you Correct. know. Finding enjoyment with each other um, while being separated. Yeah, because we only play together. So we knew that um, this was going to be four, basically four months of no sex mm-hmm. with other people, <laughs> only ourselves. <laughs> right. Uh, and we were very open. You know, I said, hey, if, if you think that you need to have sex with somebody, we, you know, that's something we can talk about. If you ever get to a point where you feel like you need that, we can have a conversation. And, you know, I wasn't really in a situation where I could do that. But if, if there was an opportunity and I felt I needed to do that, you kind of told me the same the same thing. So, But we we didn't want to do that. We, we really wanted to somehow connect with each other virtually. Yeah. Um, and so at the time, you know, this is, uh, you know, during COVID, yeah. OnlyFans, everybody was starting OnlyFans. It was mm-hmm. kind of like a thing, a trend that everybody was doing. Um, and we're like, well, that could actually work because essentially you can upload and post pictures and make little sexy posts. And then. Well, and I was already doing that because you were gone. So right. at this point, you had already right. gone. Right. You were messaging me. You yeah. were, you, you know, emailing me or texting me, whatever. 
different videos and messages and stuff yeah. like that. Trying to keep the spice alone. Right. So we were like, well, if you do this and you can put it all on OnlyFans, not only can I enjoy it, but other people, you know, couples, mm-hmm. guys, girls, whoever will enjoy it. We, uh, we can both see that and get some enjoyment out of that as well as, you know, kind of share it with each other. And actually, I started OnlyFans too. Yeah. Shortly after you did, it just like three people <laughs> signed up. And so it was too much work and we stopped it. But um, so that's really why we started, uh, you know, that's why we started OnlyFans. Um, and then because I was bored and had a lot of time on my hands, I started researching like how to get subscribers on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And that's when the concept of TikTok came up. Mm-hmm. Which we were both on TikTok because, you know, like during COVID, that's what everybody did. You just scrolled. So like. I was super familiar with TikTok, but not actually making videos. I just watched everybody else's. Yeah, so this is, what, early 2020? So, like, my idea of TikTok was, like, this is something that, like, my kids are on. Like, teenagers are on. It's not like an adult app. Um, But we did start using it, and we actually did find a couple swingers that were on there talking about the lifestyle and talking about swinging. Yeah, I think I found them, and I kept telling you. I'm like, there's, you know, there's, like, a whole different side of TikTok, like, swing talk, like, that... And I felt like we could do it better. And I mean that no disrespect to anybody that was on before us. But I just kind of was like, I didn't relate to anybody that I saw on social media or on TikTok. They didn't look like me. They didn't talk like, you know, they just, they, I never saw Kylie and Christina, which I know they were on TikTok prior to it. Um, I was talking about other people. Because I could re- I could have related to them on some levels. Um, I was talking about people that were, you know, 10, 15 years older than me and stuff like that. Like, their content didn't relate to me. And I felt like for us, we could do a little bit better than them. Yeah. So, we, we decided, hey, this kind of goes along. You know, we can talk about swinging, which is something we've been doing for years now. Um, and then also drop some links for OnlyFans. Maybe that'll get some people there. And just we'll just kind of see what happens. Correct. So, um, I can remember like one of the first videos that we made, um, you know, I posted it and I put my phone in my purse cause I had to go to baseball or something from with my son. And like, literally my phone was like blowing up. We immediately were I think successful. it was either the second or third video you posted went what we thought was viral at the time, but it, it got something like two, three hundred thousand views. Which we thought, oh my God, <laughs> you know, we have we have made it. Yeah. You know? well, it, and I think it was like overnight or something. You know, it started pretty instantly, but yeah. throughout the night, you know, by the next day, that video had whatever, a couple hundred thousand views. Yeah, because I can remember you like called and woke me up because we were on a, a pretty significant time difference. And you called and was like, look at your phone. Um and we thought like two or three hundred thousand views was just like major. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't know what video it was. Um, we had a video hit 11 million views, which I mean, I don't even know. It's that's I mean, that's still by far our biggest video of mm-hmm. all times. Mm-hmm. We've gotten close, but not gotten over 11 million. Yeah. And so without getting into it too much, everybody found out. They did. Um, we mm-hmm. You freaked out. I did. We took everything down. We deleted everything. I begged you. I cried. I was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, people were calling me, messaging me, family members. I guess, and, and this is where I don't think we, we, we had a conversation. Okay, what if people find out? We're putting this on social media. We were very private about the lifestyle prior to this. So, like, we had the appropriate conversation. But saying people may find out and then your family members calling you, it, you you cannot prepare for that. And I don't think that me personally, I understood the vast reach that TikTok had. I thought maybe somebody would hear and like maybe some people would whisper, I wonder if she's a swinger. You know, I kind of thought that. I never in a million years thought that like everybody in my town would know. Yeah. But it happened. Very quickly what happened. Um, so we quit. We started back with no faces. We went through a whole up and down of are we going to TikTok or are we not going to TikTok? Um, from my perspective through all that, I kind of developed the the feeling that this is bullshit. Like, yeah. you know, like this is who we are. This is who, how we, who we are and how we, we've been this way for, you know, at the time, six years or so. Like, this is not so – I'm not ashamed of this. Like, yeah. you know, this is a very big part. It's how we met. It's a big part of our relationship. Mm-hmm. It's something that's a part of us. I'm not ashamed of it. And it's – it's. I didn't want to let people bully me out of expressing that side of our our, our lifestyle. No, I get that. I guess for me, I 
I'm a Southern girl raised in, I, I live in the same town that I was born and raised in. I know all the same people. You know, I had a young child who I didn't want this to affect. I mean, like, there was a lot of things. Also, the fact that I was bisexual was being brought up. People were asking me, are you bisexual? Are you not bisexual? Well, I had been with lots of women at this point, more women than I could even count, but I had never said out loud, (laughs) I'm bisexual. So, like, all of a sudden, I've got all these people asking me all these questions, and I'm like, I guess by according to paper, I'm bisexual, but I've never said those words out loud. So now not only is everyone finding out that I'm a swinger, now, you know, my sexuality is being brought up. And it wasn't so much that I was embarrassed about our lifestyle choices because I really, I really wasn't. I was more, it hurt me more that like people knew that I didn't tell. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't care that people knew I was a swinger, but I wanted to be the one to tell you. And I feel like, or I didn't care that I was bisexual. I was proud of who I was. But the fact that like somebody was telling somebody and then that person was telling that, that was what was hard for me. And it also caused a lot of tension between you and I because you don't live in the town you grew up in. You don't hang out with the people that you grew up with. So you weren't feeling the backlash that I was getting. I was having to walk to the dollar store, go into the dollar store and like hold my head up high and be proud of myself even on the inside, I was like, holy shit, everybody knows. Oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. You know, you were off in another country not having to deal with any of this. And I was at home alone kind of trying to navigate this by myself. And it was just a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it was a roller coaster of up and down. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, eventually we came out of it as kind of united in the front as fuck it. Like, yeah, at some and, point. And it really came to the point of. It was too late. Like, Yeah, correct. So, like, you kind of left it to me because, obviously, I was the one getting affected by it so much. So, you kind of let me make call the shots as far as what we put up and what we didn't. And I finally was like – and it took me, you know, a couple of weeks to come to the conclusion. But at some point, everybody fucking knew. You know, like, everybody knew. Very quickly. I could not put that cat back in the bag. I mean, like, everybody knew. And so, you know, one of two things I could – hide and be ashamed or I could say fuck everybody and just be me and so that's kind of what we did I think I finally we were posting TikToks without our faces you could still tell it was us everybody knew I think I came to you and was like fuck it just put our faces back I mean like everybody knows my face is really cute my face is the money maker just post the shit you know so that's kind of how like our TikTok journey has came of course if you if you're a follower of ours we get taken down off tiktok all the time so we are i don't even know we could probably guess how many tiktoks we're on now who knows we probably lost over, it's been over 10 yeah we've probably lost close you know between five hundred thousand and a million followers if you add it all up i don't know we, we should have kept up with it but we've lost multiple accounts over a hundred thousand some close to 200,000. So it's been quite the roller coaster. It has. Yeah. And, and so, you know, okay, we start OnlyFans. That leads us to starting a TikTok. How did we get into the podcasting world? Well, I used to go live a lot. Um, live is a really, going live on TikTok is a really good way to interact with people. And people would ask me the same, like, 10 questions over and over and over again. You know, what do you do about jealousy? What about STDs? How can you share your spouse? Um, Where should we go to find hotel takeovers? You know, just, like, the same 10 questions over and over again. And I think you kind of came up with it. And I think people would suggest it. Even people on the live would suggest, you guys need to do a podcast. You should make a podcast. Yeah. And so... um, that was kind of your baby. You started doing research. And so we started TikTok in like April. And by September, we had the podcast. So um, that's kind of how the podcast came. And you came up with this name, The Swing Nation. Where did that come from? Uh, I think so. I mean, we, we kind of threw names out there. And, you know, there, I don't, do you remember any other? I don't even remember any other options. I kind of wanted to name it Northern Guy and Southern Girl. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and that's – so my big thing was I don't want it to be – and this has really been our thing. I think we've both kind of embraced that at this point is 
I don't want it to be about us, right? It's not the Dan and Lacey show. Yeah. It's really building a community, right? Like building, you know, including everybody, trying yeah. it being bigger than just me and you. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the swing nation, you know, a nation of swingers, a bunch, you know, a mm-hmm. community of people. Um, you know, that, that I thought that kind of encompassed that. And obviously you, you kind of, I think I was against it at first, (laughs) like normal, like you can see a trend here. I was kind of against the swing nation at first, but eventually I just kind of let you run with it and it worked. And I, now I love the swing nation. I think it was a great name. So I guess to piggyback on that, where did Northern guy and Southern girl come from? So you hear us at the beginning of each podcast say, Northern guy and Southern girl. Um, So we both individually had our own SLS profiles. And um, when it was time for us to make one together, you were like, just do it. Just figure it out. So I was sitting there. I was like, what the hell is our name going to be? So if you're not familiar, you know, on those profiles, everybody has something catchy that's their name. And it just dawned on me, northern guy and southern girl, because he's from the north, I'm from the south. So that was our name on SLS. And when we made our first TikToks, I was southern girl, southern swinging girl, some version, because again, we've had so many TikToks. So many, um, ver- there's just some version of southern girl, and yours was always some version of northern guy. So if you found us in the beginning, before the podcast, that is how all of our yeah any of our social media all of our social yeah. media handles were. I think even our Twitter still our Twitter technically is, yeah. is that um, because we've kind of cycled everything out, and a lot of it is now just Northern guy. I, mean, I think, now it's I think the only reason Twitter is still that is because it's the only platform that we haven't been banned on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so when we decided to do the podcast, we opened it up with. Northern guy and Southern girl. So that's where that came from. And even, but like my OnlyFans is still Southern girl. So if you follow me there, that's where that came from. 100%. All right. I think now we take a little break and we hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we're going to go over um, what Swinger Society is and kind of some of what has grown from, from, uh, from all this. Yep. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, guys. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED. Like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. 
So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. All right, guys, welcome back. Thank you for listening to our sponsors. We, we love our sponsors. We do. So moving right along, what the heck is Swinger Society? So if you followed our podcast for any amount of time, you hear us talking about Swinger Society and events and stuff, and you're probably like, okay, do you own it? Where, where What is your affiliation with it? So I thought this would be a good time to just kind of explain the Swinger Society. Right. Okay. So as we got into TikTok, um, we started meeting other tiktokers mm-hmm. um and, and really like when we got on tiktok like swing talk was a hashtag but it wasn't wasn't a community you know what i mean yeah. it was there was a couple people it was very individualized right yeah um and so when me and you came onto the scene so to speak we, st- we started reaching out you did you very much unified swing talk you kind of pulled people in together right i started finding anybody that was posting essentially i went out and looked on tiktok for anybody that was posting swinger related content mm-hmm. um and i would dm them and message them and email them and be like hey you know we're you know dan and Lacey, we're northern guy and southern girl we're other tiktokers you know would you like to you know start a group chat with us we just want to talk about you know yeah kind of best practices or you know like kind of just talk about stuff and to be fair like almost everybody was very open to it they were yeah. like yeah absolutely you and know it was very nice. it was a very good community yeah. yeah so we'd start kick groups and like share no so we started a Hashtag swing talk kick group. Yeah. Uh, we brought in five, six creators, uh, which yeah. were probably the majority of the creators at the time. Mm-hmm. And really all the, at least all the big creators mm-hmm. at the time. It was yeah. Bella, uh, Vista Wife, S&M, mm-hmm. Christina, Kylie. Mm-hmm. Just some of the bigger names. Life of Spice Life was in Spice. there pretty early. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of some of the bigger names on there. And it was just like a really cool way for us to share like, why do you get banned? What can you show? What can you not show? Like, yeah, what, what, yeah. And at the time, we weren't getting banned a lot, but a lot of videos were getting taken down. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, you know, you can wear a tank top, but don't wear, you know, lingerie or, you know, we just kind of yeah. going over all that stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's be honest, we're 38 now. So we were probably like 36. Like, we're an older generation of TikTokers. So, like, we were having to learn what was okay and what was not. So mm-hmm. it was really nice to, like, get information from other people. Right. And so because uh and and okay, and then we did start getting banned and things like that. Um banned off TikTok, banned off Instagram. Um you were getting banned on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And so uh we discovered Discord um and we didn't know, you know, this is a it's, if you don't know Discord's like a chat platform very popular in like the gaming community. Mm-hmm. Um and But they have Discords for everything now right and it's definitely growing i see more and more discords that are not gaming related daily i think yeah um, but at the time there was most of it was gaming um and so what we decided is there wasn't really there wasn't seem to be many rules on discord you could mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> do whatever you wanted so we were like hey if we as swing talk all funnel our followers to discord and then if we get banned essentially we can we can drop in there like hey this is our new tiktok this is our you know it's essentially a place where they can follow us and keep up with us kind of form one swing talk community but on on discord yeah cuz at this point we are very early in on like web like our own website so like now we have we multiple, have everything multiple. you know <laughs> yeah. um but at this point we didn't have anything so when people would when we would get banned or you know our accounts would go down people didn't know how to find us unless we just happened to come back on their FYP right so this gave us a place where we could Tell everybody, hey, this is my new account. I was banned. Come follow me here. Right. Okay. And so, so because initially when I built the the Discord server, it was the Swing Nation Discord because yeah. I was building it just for us. And then I kind of you know pitched this idea to the rest of the creators, like, hey, do you guys want to join us here? And we mm-hmm. can we can funnel all of our followers to one spot. We can we then we can each put out our information, and that way we don't have to run like five different servers. We can all be kind of together. Yeah. Uh, and several of them were like, yeah, that's a great idea. That's that's good. Let's do that. Um, and so we, we needed a name um, that wasn't the Swing Nation because that was just me and you. It wasn't everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we came up with Swing. We actually had talked about it, it being like Swing Talk Discord or something like that. Oh, yeah. But we're like, 
we don't want to just limit it to TikTok. TikTok like, yeah. We don't want to associate it with just TikTok. We want it to be kind of its own community. Um, and that's where Swear Society came from. I actually think uh, for our play or for play Bellow. Yeah, in, we in, got a bad review because <laughs> you say for our play, it's yeah. for play. <laughs> yes, uh, I think Bella was actually the one that suggested that mm-hmm. that, that name um, first, and I was like, yes, that you know, kind of sounds kind of fancy and yeah. cool. And I was like, yeah, hundred percent. Let's let's do use that one. So, so that's how Swinger Society was born. It was a Discord channel. I thought, or server, I thought, again, oh my God, this man is crazy. I tried to use Discord. It, <laughs> I was so confused. But, the you know, surprise, it's super successful. <laughs> <laughs> now have over 20,000 uh, lifestyle, lifestyle right. people in that server. Um, it's a whole, it's a whole community. It's a whole thing. I mean, like, it's insane, the community that has been built there and not just we cannot take credit at this point no. it's taken a life of its own right and well I, and to be complete it's been a group effort from the start because yeah. you know it was us and, and bella and christina and uh you know life is spice and a few others that joined initially and then it, it now it's even grown we have role we have different you know hosts and influencers and, and more creators have joined us and here's kind of a whole process to kind of you know become a creator on on discord and become an influencer and it's really grown into its own community, but you know, in addition to the influencers, we have safety patrol, which are you know making sure they're keeping the community safe and people aren't you know mm-hmm. bullying and body shaming. Um, we have ambassadors that are really just trying to help you know answer questions and point mm-hmm. people in the right directions when they do have questions. I mean, it's an entire entire community of its own, um, you know. And to be to my knowledge, it's the largest chat server um, for lifestyle people in existence in the world that I know of. That's insane. Which is, is kind of insane. If you, even if you, you know, if you go on like, you know, we're affiliates with SDC and SLS and some of these other uh, platforms and they do have chat rooms associated with them. Um, and you can, you know, go on there on any given day, there's probably like a hundred or so people chatting on their platforms. Um, you can go into the Swinger Society discord server on, and on any given day. And there's usually four to 500 people actively engaged in chatting on that, that server at any, any time, oh, yeah. day, which is, Again, to my knowledge, that the biggest group of people that you can find yeah. um, out there that identify as pineapple people. That's awesome. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So to switch gears, um, Swinger Society is Discord, but it also is our events. Um, a lot of people say they're just in it for the money, which is really funny <laughs> because we've only ever had two, technically two events. Right. Yeah. Correct. I mean, that we've actually successfully thrown. We mm-hmm. have we have more planned for 2023, but two that we've actually done. Where in we sold the tickets. Right? Where we sold the tickets. I think a lot of people get confused because we go to parties. I think they assume that there are parties, and right. there's a very big difference. So, um, Right. We promote for a lot of we do. different events. We do. So um, a lot of places will reach out to us and be like, can you come? Um, sometimes they'll give us a free room, sometimes they won't. And I try really hard when we do our podcast on those events to give you that disclaimer. Um, for instance, last week we went to, or not last week's episode, we went to Lifestyle Connections. We paid for our room room. Right. Um, but the one before that was Pigeon Force, Eye Candy. They gave us our room for free. They did. Um, so I try really hard to be upfront and honest, but. Right. But to be, you know. When we promote for events, most of the time those events do end up. You know, you know they might comp us a room, but we buy our flights or pay for our travel. Oh yeah, food. for sure. So generally speaking, on events that aren't our events, we lose money, so to speak. Oh, because, always, yeah, right, always, because yeah. we've got to travel there. You know, if sometimes they'll give us a free table to set up to sell merch. Well, then we have to fly someone out to sell that merch or set up the table. So it definitely is right. costy. So like the people we, we view it more as a promotional for the podcast. You yeah. Know I mean? like yeah. We accept losing money. You know, we're, for not, sure. we're not in it to make money. But. but the people that say, Oh my God, they are just in it for money. Like they, this, this part makes me laugh. Cause well, I'm like, you have really no idea. Uh, you, I would assume that too. If I saw us. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Okay. So swingers, January of last year, we all went to secrets and just a big group of us and we Mm -hmm. had a blast right we Mm -hmm. had so much fun we didn't make it we actually spent a ton of money Uh um we had so much fun and then we got home and secrets reached out and was like hey 
We want you to come back. We want you to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to do it again. And this time, we want you to make a little money. And so I think at that point, we had to decide, okay, what direction are we taking this in? Right. Are we going to throw events? Are we just going to like go and kind of host things? But we like the opportunity. We love secrets. And we like the opportunity of doing a takeover there. So that is how Swinger Society, our party planner, party event portion was created right so so now we have officially made an llc that is swinger society we actually have a business partner in that mm-hmm. uh we are planning and organizing our own events uh, across the country at this point mm-hmm. in time uh even doing some you know a hito trip a bliss mm-hmm. stuff where we do have our own you know affiliate links for that stuff and and have the potential to make money um we're just not there yet, guys. As of right now. But thanks uh, for having so much confidence in us. Yeah. As of Swinger Society LLC, I'd say uh, we're probably pretty far in the red <laughs> on that whole yeah. that whole. Uh, it's definitely venture, a labor but. of love. Um, so when we, we actually do get a lot of – we have a lot of wonderful feedback from y'all. Like mm-hmm. so many people love us and care and love what we're doing. But on the flip side of that, we do get a lot of pushback. We do. We get – you know, even from other podcasters, from other – creators um so i think this is why it's important for us to chat about this stuff yeah we just we just want to be transparent yeah Yeah. and i I, I don't you know like it is frustrating to hear that kind of criticism but at the same time i think if you're on the outside looking in you would make some of the same assumptions that most people do make yeah Yeah, i get it uh and so you know the complete transparency (laughs) the whole way we're able to do any of this is because Lacey's so successful on OnlyFans. That really is, you know, if we only did that platform and didn't do all this other stuff, we would be so much more successful or la- not more successful, but we would be. Um, yeah. So our bank account would look so much better. Our OnlyFans has definitely it's pays for it all. We mm-hmm. now have three employees, one through Swinger Society and two through just you and I personally. The podcast. Yeah. Um, And my, I mean. Well, now Swinger Society pays for one employee, but the two for us, my OnlyFans, 100 percent pays for that and we kind of in in the situation you got to spend money to make money and it's so far it's worked out for us well i think you know (laughs) if we're being completely transparent about all this is we don't want to just be OnlyFans creators, right? No. So my goal was but, would be to eventually be able to drop OnlyFans. I mean, not that we don't enjoy it. I mean, I mean, okay, I take that back. I would like to continue to have one, but it be at on my. It is on my terms now, but I know that we have people that we not have to, have pay. to be a reliable revenue correct, stream. Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah, I'd like to just make like cutesy pictures and little videos. I think that would be ideal because I feel like in a lot of ways having the OnlyFans takes away from our credibility from our podcast and stuff like that. Even though it absolutely shouldn't, it should not matter. But I don't like the fact that people can hang that over my head. Like Keep people, well, yeah. you're only on TikTok because you have an OnlyFans and you need people to go to your OnlyFans. So you only have a podcast for. So I would like to remove that piece, but it is also very very hard. We are making very good money yeah. on it well, i have um, mixed feelings so i agree with what you're saying is i think if we didn't have the only fans you know it, it would people wouldn't be able to use that against us and say oh you're just doing this for to, to make money there right mm-hmm. but on the flip side i genuinely support creators on that platform oh 100 and think maybe what we need to do is just end that stupid stigma and Correct. not necessarily quit the platform you know what i mean so Correct. i'm very torn on how i feel about no that, I, I i agree with what you're saying yeah. you're correct completely correct right it's really they're wrong for making that assumption it's not we're not wrong for having that platform yeah it's just me deal i think like as a female like in the bible belt as a mother right. i think there's a lot of shame right. again it's society yeah making you feel you know you've been raised to think yeah certain, yeah i agree and so um and then you know like we get the comments oh do you only have sex if it's recorded you know do y'all only like have sex with each other at swinger event stuff like that like i hate that like absolutely hate all of that those comments so and then also i think people treat me less than they should they like because i have an only fans like because i'll even like on snapchat people will message me or even on tiktok live and they're like how many people do you sleep with at the last swingers event? Well, that's one, none of your fucking business. And two, like that's, I, you're not allowed to speak to me that way. And they're like, well, you have an OnlyFans or you're a swinger or whatever. That doesn't give right. you the right to talk to me that way. Yeah. Again, I think, you know, my perspective on it is that instead of changing what we're doing, 
you know, I'd rather change the perspective of what we're doing. But Agreed. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. That's who we are. That's, that's all of our, that's all of our information. So if there's something that us. we didn't cover about us. Um, that there's you, a lot we didn't cover, but. Well, it was supposed <laughs> to be just more of like a quick one hour long review. A recap. Yeah. recap. Get you up to speed. Yeah. So you don't have to go back and listen to all the ones, even though there's some really good ones in there. There was. All right. So if you had to look, you know, on, on our show notes, it says back at 2022, but I think really if you had to look at our lifestyle journey and really more so in the, since we've gone public, um, what are the, what are the highlights for you? Of like 2022 or of just everything? Since we start, since you posted the first TikTok. Oh gosh. Um, or posted the first OnlyFans. Hedo is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've never been to Hedo, you should go with it to May because we're going. But it's Hedo is like, in my opinion, like the Super Bowl of swinging. Mm-hmm. Um, Hedo is up there. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, okay. So I think it's twofold for me, right? So I could look back at, you know. Oh, so I'm just being selfish. No, no, no. You're about to say something inspirational. (laughs) And I'm over here like, going to Jamaica is my top thing. No, I think there's a few. So I think, you know, I can look back at Secrets when me and you were on stage and, you know, really through our first, you know, event and, you know, had a sold out event and, you know, you know, looking out of the crowd and have kind of seeing our community, you know, because I think, you know, we do TikTok lives and we have 50,000 people on it. And that's, that's one thing. But when you, when you have three or 400 people come out to an event, um, it really, you know, it, it makes it more real, I think. Um, yeah. so there definitely are some highlights, especially, especially, uh, our, our one year podcast bash at, yeah, at secrets. Is, there's been a couple of private moments that you and I've had. We are not private. They're very public, but we were kind of whispered in the other yeah, ears. Like, oh and stuff like, wow, I can't believe we did this or I can't yeah. believe we're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one, Two, I'd say the other thing that really stands out for me in the last, you know, since we've started this, um, is the times that we've connected with couples that are new. So, uh, you know, I'd look at like Jersey couple, mm-hmm. I'd look at like J and J, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte couple, um, and really like my answer sucked. By the way, <laughs> no, I'm saying connected with them, and, and and you know, even all these messages we get in emails and on social media where people are like. Thank you so much for your podcast and your platform because of you, you know, we're going to try this. And, you know, especially with like Jersey couple, you know, like they were like, we're so thankful from you that you were able to kind of grab our hand and walk us through this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, from <laughs> kind of their first event all the way through their first full swap. Um, you know, I think when you see how it affects couples and how it affects their relationship mm-hmm. and you see how the, I mean, I, tr- I truly believe the, the lifestyle can transform people. Right. Mm-hmm. And kind of can kind of give people the opportunity to be themselves and in, in a, in a situation, mm-hmm. in a, in a place where they don't have to, you know, feel ashamed for things. Um, when you have those moments, it's, I think it's a powerful thing. And we've had, I couldn't count how many of those over the last, uh, 18 months or so. Yeah. I mean, I just want to go back to Jamaica. <laughs> We're going, babe. I'm just I'm joking. Gonna take no, you. I'm just joking. No, those are all like wonderful. I totally agree. There's been so many moments where we've like paused and just looked at each other like, Oh my God. Also, my own personal growth, I think I've grown it's like in my self-confidence and, you know, breaking all the barriers that I was raised with, owning who I am. Um, a lot of those, I've seen tremendous growth uh, of myself. No, I agree. You, you know, me witnessing you, yeah. you know, you think a year and a half ago, you were, you didn't want to be naked, you know, places, um, mm-hmm you were afraid to speak up when people would, you know, be pushy with you, you know, mm-hmm. you've really found your voice and yeah. found your confidence. And mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, that's, it's an amazing thing to see, you know, it went from a year and a half ago, you, you wouldn't even say you were bisexual or, you know, had some issues about being public and being a swinger. Now you'll put a swinger society shirt on and walk through Walmart mm-hmm. with an upside down pineapple in your cart. And, oh yeah. And like when people look at you weird, you just smile and say like, yeah. how are you? I hope you're having a great day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think that's really the transformation that, you know. Well, we s- I think I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. No, but fine. like, it's one thing to say I'm a swinger and I'm proud. It's another to walk through Walmart in your hometown with a swinger society shirt on and be like, fuck you bitches. You know, uh-huh. I think like we were saying all the right things on TikTok, you know, like Early we on. came out, you know, we were saying what we were supposed to say. But I think we've kind of had to learn how to live what we say. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And it's, it's definitely been a journey. 
it changes all the time. You know, like some days I might not be feel confident. And then the next day I'm like, look at me. I'm hot. I'm a swinger. And I make a ton of money on OnlyFans. So fuck all y'all. You know, so it just kind of depends. <laughs> you know, it depends on the day of the week. But I think if anything, I've learned a lot about myself. And I'm grateful to have a partner who has encouraged all of that. And and all your crazy visions. I, I give you shit all the time. Like, I never thought we would be TikTok successful. I never thought any of this would ever work out. And you pretty much nailed every single thing. So I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. And and I truly think, you know, like I want other people to experience it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not trying to push. I don't think everybody should be a swinger. I know it's not for certain people and that's perfectly fine. But I almost feel like we've like learned this trick or like, you know what I mean? Have found this Unlock thing. Secret, and it's like, yeah. it's like, man, if people only knew, if people only, you know, like mm-hmm. if people only knew you could tell your partner what your fantasies are and then go out and do them and then come back and laugh and joke and, mm-hmm. and reconnect and like, it all be okay. And you don't have to get divorced and hate each other and be jealous. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like to me, that's a very self-rewarding thing. It's very, it's very positive in our relationship. Mm-hmm. It's very positive for our mental health. I mean, it's positive in so many ways. And the fact that people act like it's some terrible act and that it should be shunned from society, you know, it just makes me want to push back against it that much more. Yeah. No, I totally agree. All right. So what does 2023 have in store for us, babe? <sighs> well, we have a new studio. <laughs> if you don't know, if you're if you're listening to us, we have a recorded version. I'm sure Dan will put it somewhere, a video. But we created a brand new studio. It's not quite done. Right. But it's kind of, it's, it's better than the... Uh, t- table at in the rv yes correct <laughs> um so um the podcast is super successful so we just want to make it even more successful right. in 2023 we're still competing with front porch swingers but yeah. you know we're ahead of them um more days than we used to be so that's their <laughs> stiff competition but we love you guys yes absolutely <laughs> um we have so many events planned um swinger society is is happening we're going full force ahead uh, we have an event in Nashville. Like we said, we're doing Hedo. We we're basically do- have a national level event that we're participating in monthly. Ish. Minus like two months. Yeah. There's a couple of months we don't have anything. For but, 2023. But we really tried to fill our calendar. And our goal was to get our calendar out to everyone before the end of the year. So that way you could look at it and say, okay, I can go to this one or these two or hell, I'm going to go to them all. You know, 2022, we were just trying to figure what the hell we were doing. So we were just throwing events up or going to places or, right. you know, kind of as they came. Right. A lot of it was less than a month out. And stuff yeah. Like that. So this year we tried really, really hard to be able to get that all out. So everyone can. Yeah. We really have, we have the next six months for you. At least. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like I said, Hedo, a cruise, a bliss cruise, Nashville. Secrets. Sec- we have two secrets. Um, one in March, one later in the year that hasn't been announced yet. We have Splash, Naughty New Orleans, and much more. Much, much more. It's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy year. Yeah, um, we're doing this now full time. Yeah, both of us. Yeah, so uh, you know, um, we're looking into other platforms. Yeah, streaming on platforms like Twitch, platforms like Instagram and Facebook. Um, gonna do a lot more going YouTube. live universally across all those platforms mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, a lot, a lot of, I think we're going to try to standardize our routine a little bit more where you can know when to expect to see us, um, streaming and on what platforms and kind of get that information out to you guys ahead of time and have a more of a routine for you guys. Uh, so I think we're going to start taking this, since it kind of is both of our full-time jobs, we've taken it a lot more seriously and really, Mm -hmm. really investing in all this. And this is kind of what the studio and stuff's about. So So there's a podcast that you want us to do. We're all ears. Mm-hmm. Um, Nation at Gmail is our, e- our email address. Please send um, any suggestions over. We try to pull from what's currently going on in our lives to make episodes that we feel like people really want. But we're always open to suggestions. Yeah. Well, we like interviewing people, especially if you're like an expert, if you're you know a medical professional or a club owner or an event coordinator or, you know, you name it, if you're somehow involved in the lifestyle in some way or, or fashion and have a story to tell, reach out to us. We'd be happy to promote that on our platform. Yep. And that's pretty much it. That's it. What else, babe? I think that's all. I think that is it. So Hope everybody has a happy new year. 
Yeah. And not, you know, I think the way to end this is really to say we, we appreciate, you know, this last year and a half. I think we yeah. feel very blessed. Um, you know, we wouldn't be in this situation without um, everybody out there that's listening and watching mm-hmm. and following us repeatedly every time we get banned and coming back yeah. and everybody on discord who is just doing amazing work it's for like, kick the ass. community, yeah. you know, uh, the different advocacy groups out there in CSF um, Woodhall, the people that are out there fighting for the community. We appreciate all you guys. You know, we're going to, we're going to try to tie all that together and kind of keep you guys in the loop as much as we can uh, for all things, swinger and non-monogamy. Um, so stay tuned. We're going to a lot more of that coming. Yeah. All right. I think with that in a world, full of apples be the pineapple be the pineapple guys bye bye if you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us leave a five-star review wherever you're listening if you want to see more of our content you can find links to snapchat twitter instagram only fans and more in the show notes Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.